This is Lovey Dummies. I'm David. And I'm Perlan. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Dave. Hello, Pearl. Happy Valentine's. Yes, happy Valentine's Day in the past, <laughs> in the future. Yeah, we're actually recording this in advance because Dave is going to be traveling. Mm-hmm, that's right. It's actually, we did something similar last year, I think. We recorded before Valentine's Day, for Valentine's Day. Oh. So we're doing something, we're repeating ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) But this is an entirely new episode. Yes, and it's a different topic. Um, Today we're talking about tough times. Wow. Happy Valentine's. (laughs) What an appropriate topic for Valentine's Day. Yeah, let's not talk about lovey-dovey stuff. Let's talk about hard stuff. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah we're talking about tough times um so before we dive into you know uh ways to cope with tough times we should probably define what exactly that is uh so tough times what we're talking about here it's not about um like fighting with your partner or Mm. um like the constant bickering sort of thing or toxic relationships you know yeah Mm. we're not talking about that that's more of um personality problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah or things like internal to the relationship we're like tough times we're talking about sort of like external circumstances that happen to you or your partner or or both of you Mm. um an example would be uh like an illness yeah um not necessarily like a cold or a minor illness. We're talking like bigger, like chronic things or uh, sort of like life-changing diagnosis like cancer or mm. things like that. Yeah. Um, another thing would be like a job loss. Mm. Uh, or just, or just uh, you know, negative work environments, mm-hmm. stressful jobs. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when we're talking about tough times, that's that's sort of what we're getting at. Yeah. Um, and not, yeah, not only that, also crisis, right? Financial crisis. Um, ah, yes, that's the one that I forgot. <laughs> losses. Yeah, like uh, friends or family. Mm. You know, if you lose people that are close to you in your support network. Mm. Yeah, and also I think like a. A lot of transitions are stressful, so maybe Mm -hmm. we can include that as tough times. Not necessarily a problem. It could be a good transition, but just the process. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But the the actual process itself is stressful. Stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, way. We're so in sync with each other right now. When when we're saying stressful. Stressful. (laughs) It's like a chorus, like we're in harmony. Okay, so uh, now that we have defined what um, tough times mean in this episode, uh, why don't we talk about how we should uh, handle, Mm -hmm. you know, tough times in a healthy way or how do we navigate to make it easier or Mm -hmm. less stressful, (laughs) if not any easier. Yeah. Yeah, we did some research we came up with a couple of articles. Yeah. Uh, one of them is called Five Surefire Ways to Sustain Your Relationship When Times Get Tough. 
Wow. What's the other one? And the other one is How Healthy Couples Handle Tough Times. And it was written by Margarita Tartakovsky. Sounds Russian, maybe? Yeah. Hmm. And uh, this article is based on, um, you know, the knowledge of a psychotherapist and a relationship ah. coach mm-hmm. uh, named Susan Lager. So, yeah. Thank you gotcha. for writing the article, and we are very happy to discuss this with you. So Yeah, we'll include links in the show notes, too. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some ways to cope. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe I don't want to I don't want to use the word cope. It's like <laughs> it's like you're barely making it. Uh, how about how to handle like you manage it. You can manage. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh maybe the first way mm. is to acknowledge what's going on. Wow, this is big. This is this is big because, you know, it's easy to deny. You know, to be mm-hmm. in denial. It's like, Pearl, we don't have money. What? <laughs> we don't have money to spend on that. <laughs> it's I'm like, sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah. It's like to deny or disregard or just minimize what's happening. Why do mm-hmm. you think this is dangerous? Uh, if you don't acknowledge the problem, how can you, you know, find a solution to it? Yeah, that is so true. And, um, well, I think the first thing is that, you know, you as a couple together are on the same page and that you recognize that you are in a challenging situation. <laughs> Both of you yeah. acknowledge what the what's going on. Yeah. And not like just one person freaking out and the mm-hmm. other is like, <laughs> had no idea. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know why we're so giggly about this, at least me, <laughs> but this is like tough, serious matter, but... And you keep laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I'm glad this is bringing you so much joy. <laughs> okay. But the second one is, this is uh, this is something that I, I really appreciate, is, you know, the second step is to turn toward each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says here one of the main hallmarks of a healthy couple is that they turn to each other for support and guidance and there's a sense of togetherness in, in a way that you know it's like saying hey we're in this together something mm-hmm. like that and then they empathize with each other and just be each other's main support I think it's very important to note that when you're having problems, it's not the time when you ditch the your partner, you know, or you forget about your partner and then seek support somewhere else. Because I find I I know a lot of stories about this, like even married couple, mm-hmm. when the the couple is, uh, it's a sure way to destroy your relationship. Maybe we should uh, have an episode like that next time. How to ruin your relationship. <laughs> that is when you're having a problem, when you're ha- uh, going through tough times. Uh, if you want to ruin your relationship, find a member of the opposite sex to confide in. Mm-hmm. 
And that's just 100%. Even pastors are having affairs with the <laughs> women they counsel because of that. We should keep a list of all of the episodes <laughs> that you come up with while we're making episodes. Yeah, yeah. And then... Like, well, I think it's it's important to acknowledge that, you know, when you talk about um, finding support in somebody else, mm. uh, that is in, I mean, what you just said is like confiding in the opposite sex, which, yes, that can be extremely dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it is a coping mechanism. Like if you find support from... Uh, like a small group at your church. Oh, of Or you course. have a group of friends that kind of rally around you. Yeah, of course. Um, I think that is something that you can um, that you can rely on in those tough times. Mm. And um, I mean, it's it's helpful when your your partner can acknowledge those support networks mm. and encourage you to engage in them. Yeah, because they know that it's healthy for you, and you it it helps. Um, you know, relieve some of the, like if you're stressed out about things and, um, you know, going out to hang out with your, your network of buds is one way that you can relieve stress. Uh, that's a, that's a good way to, to cope. Yeah. I think the key point here is you got to find people who are for both of you and not like, Oh, I'm just here. Not that are going to turn each other, like turn you against each other. Yeah. And, and it's not like, oh, Dave, that's bad, Dave. That's bad. You should do this. And, you know, before you knew it, you're being pulled away. Mm-hmm. So as a couple, you need to find people who supports you as a couple and not just that one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This next one, actively listening to each other. Um, this kind of brings up a broader point, I think. Where it's uh, it's important to remain engaged in your relationship mm. in the sense of you are you're making an effort, yeah. I think, to um, stay close to your partner. Mm. And um, way, one way that you do that is you listen to each other. You're, um, I mean, as the Bible would say, you're slow to speak and quick to listen. That kind of thing. Slow to get angry? Yes, of course. I mean, especially in tough times when Mm. you're trying to find solutions to your problems. Mm. Getting angry is not a good way to solve your problems. Mm. And I think another, another important thing about here is... To gain other the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think, you know, when you're faced with tough times, of course, at first, both of you are clueless. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You're just in the freak out stage. Mm-hmm. And the solution is not going to... Sometimes it, it doesn't come immediately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to uh, talk and talk about the same issue over and over again until you find a solution. Mm-hmm. So if you're not listening from day one, <laughs> it's like probably missed a lot of... <laughs> missed opportunities, yeah, for sure. and important details, you know, yeah. that, that could have led to a solution or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have another one, which is very important, mm-hmm. which is admitting when you're wrong. And... And also 
practicing forgiveness. Oh my gosh, inner peace. <laughs> well, this is this one is hard sometimes,、hmm. you know, because、uh, I feel like there are, you know, there's situations or tough times,、mm. if you will,、mm. that you might encounter where、um, either it's easy to blame the other. Person in your relationship, or there is like a legitimate,、um, you know, someone is at fault for what's、yes. going on, right?、Mm-hmm. And so,、um, the I mean, what these articles are saying is it's important not to play the blame game. Yeah. Even though, even if you could blame the other person、mm. for things,、mm. um, it's not you know putting the blame on somebody is not helpful. To your relationship, so try to steer clear of blaming each other, and then also, you know, be able to admit when you're wrong,、hmm. when you're in the wrong. Right.、Uh, next, we have、uh, coping effectively, which is going to be different for each person. I、mm. think everybody has different coping mechanisms.、Um, Usually, when we talk about coping mechanisms, we're we're thinking of like vices, like smoking and drinking and and things like that. But that、uh, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. What we're talking about is、uh, just like activities that reduce stress,、um, hobbies, things that you enjoy doing that、um, ultimately kind of help you take your mind off of the situation.、Hmm. Your circumstances, things like that.、Uh, so it could be anything from you know if you guys enjoy taking walks together、mm. or you know、Shopping、going out on a、together. date, <laughs> assuming that it's not a financial problem that you have. <laughs> yes, you can go shopping, <laughs> go on a trip or something,、uh, just like a short trip.、Mm. Because I think it's really important to take breaks from the difficult situation.、Oof. You know, if you're Always faced in the heat, you know.、It's, If you're just always thinking about it, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, do yourself a favor, like take a break. Just let go. <laughs> yeah, let yeah. go for a little bit. Yeah, and I think the the most important perspective here is to see the big picture.、Mm-hmm. You know, to see the the big picture, which is this is life. You know. You can't control everything in life, no matter what you, you know. Even the, even the happiest couples when they started out, or you know, even nobody is immune to illnesses or、mm-hmm. getting laid off or things like that. And so,、uh, I think a proper perspective and、um, an attitude to have is just say this too shall pass. You know, this is just a certain stage or a certain circumstance, and it's just a small piece of a puzzle. And imagine this piece of a small piece of the puzzle、uh, compared to your entire life together. You know,、mm-hmm. maybe someday you'd look back and you'd be like, "Oh, that was that was silly." <laughs> no, it wasn't silly. That, that was fun. <laughs> That was quite an adventure. <laughs> My goodness! How did we survive that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah, be... you know, something like、mm. that. Anyway,、um, uh, the article also says 
Unhealthy couples either drown in the problems, leaving no time to bond and refuel. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sometimes they distance. Mm-hmm. They distance themselves. It's like, you know, we have a problem. We need to talk about this. And you'd be like, well, now that we have a problem, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. Or, yeah. or like, let's not talk about it right now or things like that, you know. I think it's interesting. It also talks about um, if you, together with your partner, you collude to avoid the issue. Mm. Ooh, interesting. You're in trouble (laughs) because you're not working towards the solution. All right. So speaking of coping, it's not only important to cope, but it's also important to seek healthy coping tools. Hmm. Healthy coping tools, such as what? Outside support. Actually, we're not against outside support because we don't know anything. And sometimes when you're in the midst of just troubles and trying situations, you can't see clearly. You need Mm -hmm. an outside perspective to help you navigate, you know? So is that like, I mean, we just talked about you know, your support networks like friends and community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Could it also be like professional help? Yes, exactly. To help you find solutions that work. Yeah. yeah. I think in terms of like financial crises, you know, seeking out a financial manager. Yeah, yeah. Like to help just to, to coach you. Hmm. Or you could just take like a class on... Management. <laughs> Financial management. Yeah. Personal finances. Yeah. Or whatever. Or for example, if you're uh if uh the problem is health related, maybe you should talk to someone knowledgeable about, you know, what healthy diet you need to change or you know, do you do you need to learn how to cook or you know, things like that. Or if you're feeling sick, go to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, this next one is really important, I think. Healthy couples appreciate each other. In the midst of tough situations. Tough situations. <laughs> okay. I think this is something that we've talked about before. We did an episode on the secret of... Kindness, Yeah. Secret. Well, not the secret of kindness, mm. but the secret of like successful relationships. Which is kindness. Kindness. Yeah. Mm. Or just being able to appreciate um, things about your partner. Even in the midst of like being annoyed by them, you can still appreciate <laughs> things about them. Or just be grateful mm. uh, for them. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to always acknowledge the person. Just, you know, the presence of the person and... You know, sometimes we think that we're doing all the work and the other person is not contributing Mm -hmm. to the solution. But most of the times, it's not true. It's just how we... um, how we perceive the situation. It's that victim mentality. Exactly. So, uh, you... you gotta be careful not to take the other person for granted. Or... Mm -hmm. because... For sure, they have contribution. So, uh, those are uh, some examples on how, you know, couples get through uh, tough times. Can we can we do a recap? 
Yeah, so the first thing is just acknowledging what you're going through is actually just acknowledging reality, acknowledging the situation. Next is uh, healthy couples turn toward each other. The next one is healthy couples actively listen. They admit when they're wrong. And they forgive. And they forgive and they cope effectively and support each other with their coping styles. They seek healthy tools. They appreciate (laughs) each other. And of course, the last one, which is quite important, they don't blame each other even if blame is warranted. Yeah. And then um, at the end of this article, there's also uh, more tips for handling tough times. It's like five suggestions for navigating tough times effectively. Hmm. So the first one is be curious. Curious about what? Curious about solutions. Mm. And just, uh, you know, you, you might think that there's one solution to your problem. But um, just being open to seeking other strategies. Yeah. Thinking outside the box. Hmm. Is very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the second one is shift your mindset. Mm-hmm. One thing that we were talking about before was um, unhealthy couples get into this mindset of, uh, you know, this... The circumstances that you're in are permanent and you're never getting out of them. Mm. And it's just going to be a grind every single day of your life. Yeah. Uh, Whereas it's important to sort of refresh yourself Mm. at some point uh, and just try to get out of that that rut of a mindset that you're in. And um, just think, like, how can... How can we turn these tough times into like an opportunity for learning mm. or, you know, how can this bring us closer together? Right, right. Things like that. Um, I think also, speaking of mindset, is during tough times, you know, we, we have a natural tendency to preserve ourselves. Yes. And we forget that, you know, you're, you're a team. You're fighting the problem together and not like, I am doing my best to protect myself or preserve. So it's it's like us versus I. I think it's an important mindset because to begin with, you are in a relationship. So you and your partner are in that situation together. And it's mm-hmm. always important that if you get tired, your partner gets tired too. Or if you get hurt, mm-hmm. you, the partner gets hurt too. You know what I mean? Instead of only I, it's mm-hmm. us. Whatever happens to you happens to me. So let's get out of this together, <laughs> you know? Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about, you just said uh, you are talking about self-preservation mode. Uh, but we've also mentioned self-care on this podcast before so what would you say is the difference is it like a different mindset or what is what would you say is the difference between doing something that's like self-care versus something that's self-preservation oh yeah i think uh self-care is what like what we've mentioned earlier it's like it's okay to uh 
take a break from you know if you're your brain is constantly thinking about the problem it's like a spiral going down mm-hmm. and you're getting depressed frustrated you got to stop it that's self care is take care of yourself mentally mm-hmm. and what i'm talking about on the other hand is like i need to take care of myself not for me to leave my partner behind or not for my partner to feel blamed or to disconnect from mm-hmm. my partner but i am uh doing this self-care because i i need to be stronger to fight together with my partner you know what mm. i mean uh am i am could i could you say mm. that maybe you could say like um that self-care can be inclusive but self-preservation is always exclusive what do you mean by that in terms of the other partner <laughs> or of the the partner your partner yeah. just in the sense of like self-care you know if you're talking about like taking a break from the situation you can do that with your partner yeah. so self-care can be a partner activity yes 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 because the goal is that you stay connected mm-hmm. okay so this third one this tip number 3 is i really like it because i like climbing mountains um <laughs> Yeah, and it it you know the the analogy here is so clear to me and probably to anybody who likes climbing mountains or mm-hmm. have experience. So, uh the tip number 3 says uh view the situation like climbing a huge mountain. So, not like a tiny hill. Mm-hmm. It's a huge mountain. So this article has five steps in it. The first step is to get a detailed aerial view, which is basically, you know, set out what the problem is, uh, discuss the situation, mm. how it's affecting both of you and what your concerns are. Um, just listen to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about the second one? Second one is to create a mutual map. You have to figure this out together. Mm. Uh So just consider each of your concerns and reach an agreement on what you want to accomplish, uh how you want to get through whatever you're going through and how do you want to get there. Yeah, uh I think the important word here is a mutual map. Cuz like mutual? you yeah, cuz I think sometimes we like for example, couples, you know, people are not the same. They don't think the same way, especially male and female brain. They're very very different. So, I think you have to consider each of your concerns and then the point is to reach an agreement so that you both together are going on the same direction. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, when when we get to the river, we'll cross the the bridge when we get there. The next one is to clarify the teamwork which um basically just lays out what each of you are going to do to to reach your goal. Hmm. Uh what are your responsibilities in this plan that you've come up with? Hmm. And hopefully you have played on your respective strengths as well as considering the the time that you have available. Hmm. And also how much energy you have to spend. Yeah. I kind of like this idea because you know you can't do it on your own. 
That's yeah. why you know. That's why you're you. You always remember that you're not. Uh, you're not enemies. You're on the right. same team, and the more you recognize that, I think the stronger you get, mm -hmm. because you can tap on the other person's strength for whatever is lacking on right. your part. And I think in in cases where maybe you're dealing with uh, an illness or something like that. Mm. In terms of finding the teamwork in that situation can, you know, I, I think for the, the partner who's taking care. Mm, the caregiver. The, yeah. the caregiver. It can feel like it's lopsided, maybe. Mm, mm, mm. Just in terms of, uh, you know, maybe the, the ill person can't do much. But if you talk about it, if it's possible to talk about mm. Uh, you can find some ways that the, you know, even the person who's ill can contribute to uh, getting through that, that difficult time. Step number four is to use a compass. Hmm. And I'm doing air quotes for this. <laughs> use a compass. So this is basically uh, figure out how, like, figure out a way that you can measure your progress. Right. I think. Hmm. Uh, and hopefully ways to... Uh, you know, mitigate getting lost hmm. in the uh, in the journey. And last step. Yep. The last step is bring supplies. Yep. So that's support network. Yeah, engage in activities that nourish and energize you individually and as a couple. Know when it's time to rest. Oof, that's an important one. Hmm. And. Uh, Yeah, I like this last note. Remember, because you're climbing it together, you can be stronger. And this enormous mountain is less likely to defeat you. Yep. Okay. So the next one is touch each other or just like, you know, the idea of actively pursue each other. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important. Like you need to affirm, reaffirm, repledge <laughs> your commitment. Sure. Just because, um, uh, and you have to say it aloud <laughs> on a regular <laughs> basis. I think it's encouraging. It's encouraging. Yeah. Well, we're talking about love languages here. Mm. You know, I think it's a it's a major one for people whose love language is touch. Mm. And, you know, confirming and saying things out loud, repledging yourselves to each other. Mm. That's another one. Just words of kindness and affirmation. Yeah, because sometimes we need encouraging words and not only, you know, uh, you okay, you discuss the problem over and over again, but you're not hearing an encouraging word. And it's like, you know, you're, you're probably already feeling insecure that, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, when I wake up tomorrow, am I going to still, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, Am I going to be alone in this or mm. something like that? So that's why I think it's important to just um, actively, intentionally um, pursue the other person. And it says, um, yeah, it says, uh, many couples apply no energy to their relationship but expect it to thrive, especially during difficult situations. But it says here, it helps to affirm that you and your partner are on the same team and are ready to conquer anything that comes your way. Woo. 
So it's like, yeah, I think it's important not only touch, but affirmations and things like that. And also, I think we talked about this one before. So um, maybe be extra reliable in small things. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think about that? Uh, yeah. Well, in tough times, I think when you're just being tested by external circumstances, it's important to know that someone is there <laughs> to support you, even in in uh, simple things like it could just be. Uh, cooking dinner at mm, night or, mm. um, you know, making sure the laundry's done, things like that. Yeah. All right, Pearl. So out of all of these uh, strategies or things that we've discussed today, what do you think is the, or what's, maybe like, what's your favorite out of all these? Um, there, there's so many, actually. <laughs> I think everything's... Which one do you think is the most important? The most important for me is probably to actively pursue each other. How about you? Uh... Not to blame the other person. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> for getting you in trouble. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's... Um, I think for certain situations, mm. that one is extremely important. Um, especially when, uh, maybe you feel like the victim of a situation, Mm. but, uh, uh, I think my, the one that I, uh, resonated with the most, or at least the one that kind of, the one that I realize is it's like something that I should be doing Mm. is taking a break. Mm. I think if you have the mindset that you want to, get through this difficult time as quickly as you can mm. you know taking a break is your that's time thing, that's yeah. your yeah it's time that you're not spending solving the problem mm. um but yeah it's like you you got to figure out um you know if, if you're in tough times you got to figure out ways to uh just kind of check out for a little bit de-stress um, remove yourself from the situation so that you can, um, you know, you can go out and enjoy something, hmm. you know? Yeah. So I, I think that's um, the one that I really uh, think is important. All right, Dave. So I have a question too, but this is to end our date night episode tonight. Okay. Um, when we're going through, when you're going through tough times, uh is there any Bible verse that you meditate on or you think about as you mm. go through the waters? Maybe Romans 8.26, mm-hmm. which is, uh, if I remember correctly, mm. uh, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God mm-hmm. and work according to his purpose. Something along those lines. Yes, yes, yes. Was that accurate? I don't know. Maybe I should look this up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you time to look it up while okay. I say my verse. Good my idea. verse is in Romans 2, Romans 8, 18. And there's a song about this too. The pain that you're feeling can't compare to the joy that's coming. 
So when I'm always in this very painful in-between season, we're in, I'm waiting for the rescue to come or the provision to come or for the breakthrough to come. I just remind myself that, you know, the pain that I'm feeling can't compare to the joy that's coming. And your verse is ready. Yeah, so it turns out that this is actually Romans 8.28. I misspoke. Um, it's not 8.26, 8.28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. And with that, I'd like to end with something from Oswald Chambers. Oh, okay. Take it away. He says, If you are going to be used by God, He will take you through a multitude of experiences that are not meant for you at all. They are meant to make you useful in His hands. Mm-hmm.